Welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show. But today and tomorrow, we have, in my estimation, one of the most important um, programs I've ever done on this uh, in all the time we've done this before. We've interviewed Naomi Wolf. She was in my class at Yale. We've interviewed her on the program, but never in the studio. And today we're going to air both hours conversation I had with her yesterday. There's no way to do it justice, folks, what she's saying. It's hard to take in, but I believe it's God's will that we take it in and process it and pray. Um, And what she talks about tomorrow, she's never shared publicly before. And um, we'll talk more about that later. But just to focus on the what's right in right in front of us to give you my takeaway what naomi is saying is not debatable that the chinese were involved in creating vaccines to deliberately harm mostly americans now if that is 10 percent true that's an act of war And it is a game changer in our lives. And the Pfizer documents reveal this dramatically and clearly. And she will talk about that they have released these documents. They've done reports on these documents. Journalists refuse to cover it. We we talk about why that is, because that's where you think you're going crazy. So the conversation that I'm about to have with her, that we're about to air with her, is one of the most important conversations I've ever had really in my life. The clarity of it, but the question is, what are you going to do about it? Um, Because we're all involved in this together. Um, You know, Albin, we're going through crazy times that we could talk about this later, but when you have several train derailments happening at once, any fool would would say that's either an act of terror or the Chinese trying to destabilize America, something is going on and you have the additional difficulty of we don't trust our own government, that our own government, uh, that that it's an administration that stole its way into the White House. They lie brazenly and routinely and you you can't take them seriously because they're not responding uh, to you know, they call them UFOs, right? That just means unidentified flying objects. It could be a jet. It could be a balloon. It's certainly not aliens because we wouldn't be able to shoot them down out of the sky if it was like advanced aliens, right? So that's a joke. And, but something is going on. Everybody's wondering what's going on. Why aren't we getting clarity from the 21-year-old Pete Buddha judge? Uh, it, it's all so stupid. But yeah. we're going through something as a nation that is very new and very difficult. My belief is that God is the only way through this. I want to be very clear about that, that uh, when things get this tough, God is the only answer. And anyway, I don't want to go into details on that right now, but it's madness. Absolute. um, Yeah. To to me, real quick, to me, when you steal an election, at least put competent people in you don't steal an election and put like dodo heads in. yeah no that's 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 kind of right i mean you know you you could it seems like kennedy stole the election not nearly as brazenly uh in 1960 but uh they were 
at least very competent uh, and patriotic, mostly on the right side of a lot of stuff. Um, But look, uh, I want to say this again. The conversation that I'm having with Naomi today is very important. Very, very important. The conversation I have with her tomorrow is equally important. Uh, And so I the videos will be made available all over my social media. Um, and I hope you will share them widely. Um, and again, if you get our newsletter at ericmetaxas.com, sign up for the newsletter. Folks, I, I will just keep saying it till I'm blue in the face. Please sign up for the newsletter because there's all kinds of stuff that I can't share on this program. Um, and on Thursday, we'll be breaking stuff down with uh, John Zmirak. But let me uh, focus on two other things before we go to our interview with Naomi. Um, First of all, we have a Socrates event coming up February 28th. I know this is going to be one of the most special evenings we've ever had in New York City, February 28th. Jeannie Constantino, ladies and gentlemen, this woman is a big deal, a big, big deal. In the book she wrote, um, if you are thinking about kicking off the period of Lent in a way that will draw you closer to God, I cannot think of another way. This is why a year ago I said went at the beginning of Lent next year, which is now I'm going to have her be our uh, guest at Socrates in the city. So that's February 28th. If you can't be there in person, you can live stream it. Obviously that's, it's not the same as being there in person. So I want to encourage people to do that as soon as possible. Um, I also want to say we're doing a, uh, fundraiser with food for the poor just a couple more days albin right i think yes yes um, today and tomorrow all right today and tomorrow when things go to hell in a handbasket just doing one good thing is really uh it's a clarifying thing that you can do one good unmitigated good thing the nightmare of what happened to people in Turkey and Syria through no fault of their own. These are poor people that are suffering 37,000 people, the latest count. It's way more than that, but that's our latest count. We have partnered with food for the poor just for a couple of days, folks. We're in the final two days of the campaign to rush emergency supplies. Some of you folks listening can afford to give a lot. This is tax deductible to food for the poor. Some of you can give a little, I'm asking you, whoever you are, to be generous, please, because this is as urgent as it gets, okay? These people are really suffering. We want to rush urgently needed food, clean water, and medical supplies to survivors in Turkey and Syria. There are thousands of rescue operations still underway. Um, Americans, step up, okay? Uh, the... the um, uh, we hear, you know, average citizens uh, collected 10 tons of supplies, and this was just in Dallas, Texas. We have a, a clip. Let's play that clip. In just a couple of days, North Texans have donated thousands of items, just pallets at DFW Airport, canned goods, personal hygiene items, and winter clothes. And working nonstop to pack everything up and get it here to the airport. Their first shipment to Turkey, Turkish Airlines offered to fly all of this overseas for free, all of this desperately needed. Okay folks to give and we, we just need everybody to participate you want to text that's the easiest thing you can text the keyword eric to nine one nine 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 you can do that right now five dollars ten dollars any amount right now text the word eric 
to 91999. Or you can go to metaxastalk.com. It's all right there. But we, this is urgent, folks. This is today and tomorrow only. This is just, it's got to be done now or it's not happening. Metaxastalk.com. If you prefer to call, 855-863-4673-855-863-4673. Hey there, folks. Welcome back. As I warned you, I would have Naomi Wolf in the studio. Yeah, that's right. In the studio. Uh, in case you don't know who she is, um, you're welcome to crawl out from under your rock and uh, learn from me now that she's a best-selling author, columnist, professor, graduate, graduate of Yale University, same class as me. Uh, baffling, I know. She has a doctorate from Oxford, but let's be honest, who doesn't have a doctorate from Oxford? <laughs> we all do now. She's co-founder and CEO of dailyclout.io. Uh, a successful civic tech company. There is a lot to say. I will simply stop and say now, welcome, Naomi Wolf. It's so good to be here with you in person at last. Yeah, it's really a gigantic blessing to me to sit in the same room as you and to talk to you about so many things. And I do want to talk to you about many, many things. Uh, I want to talk at some point uh, with you about the spiritual aspect of the madness that has been unleashed uh, on humanity, and uh, and I want to talk to you about I want to talk to you about lots of things, but I want to start with um, because not everyone who listens to this program listens to every program, and just to reprise uh, what it is that you uh, have done um, in getting these internal documents from Pfizer, how that happened, and then what you've done with them and what you found. But, but let's just start with um, how, did you, how did you manage, because I still am astonished, that you would get your hands on Pfizer's internal documents? Right. Great question. Well, I can't take any credit for it. Um, that was Aaron Siri and his law firm, uh, which sued um, the FDA and sued successfully. And so the court ordered the FDA to release all of these internal Pfizer documents. And the FDA, um, as you and I have discussed in the past, uh, asked the court to, to wait to ban the release for 75 years. In other words, till this generation was long gone. And luckily, this judge said no. And so... Uh, the FDA was forced to release 55,000 documents a month, and that's even deceptive because some of these documents are like tens of thousands of pages long, so a, a massive tranche. And uh, so it, with this project, I knew as a reporter that no reporter could read through all of that and make sense of it, and even if they could, they didn't have the technical background to explain it to people. So miraculously, and this is where the truly inexplicable comes in, miraculously, you know, enter Amy Kelly, our project uh, director, who's now also our COO at Daily Clout, this tiny, lovely, delicate person who has a, 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 a like, 
I don't know how she does it, but it's like she calms the storm and she has 3,500 um, experts around the world, ranging from biostatisticians to medical fraud investigators, anesthesiologists, pathologists, cardiologists, um, research scientists, lab scientists, biologists, um, all working together meticulously in six teams to produce these 50 reports that we released indeed on ebook, and in two weeks they're coming out in paperback. Okay. Now, there is really just no way to get one's arms around what you've just said. It is monstrous. It is so huge on so many levels that I don't know where to begin. Let me, let me just try by uh, asking what you have uncovered in these documents is, you know, for lack of a better term, evil on display, a, a level of malevolence and I, things that seem incomprehensible to most normal Americans, you'd say this is just not possible that somebody would be doing this. So you uncover this kind of stuff. So maybe the first question is I would expect that Pfizer would be losing its mind because they represent a level of money. It's like talking about the international slave trade in 1802 and having Wilberforce trying to end the slave trade. The, the level of simply moneyed interests is beyond comprehension. So what, what, what do you suppose they're thinking or doing or what is Big Pharma doing? Because this seems like their worst nightmare. If we can make this knowledge global, it is their worst nightmare. Um, and I think what's notable is what they're not doing, Eric. Uh, our ebook has been in the top 10 or 20 on Amazon Kindle for, since publication. And they, we don't have a lawyer's letter. We don't have a cease and desist letter. No one has come forward of all the highly paid spokesmodels to say anything is wrong in the book. Um, there's been no... Uh, you know, take down, you know, in all of the publications. Because? Been because it's correct. Because it's correct. It's impeccable. Well, it's I would correct. say it's two, it's two things. Mm -hmm. On the one hand, it's correct. On the other hand, they are banking on the idea that no one will pay attention to this and they don't want to give one drop of, of fuel right. to this fire. I'm sure that's true. And if, if I were their, you know, crisis PR counselor, I would say exactly the same thing. Right. You know, just memory hole it, let it go. Yeah. You know. It never happened. Exactly. Um, luckily, we live in a somewhat different world now in which there's alternative media like you. Um, I mean, I find it so notable, Eric, that the week that we sold so many copies that we would have to be on the New York Times bestseller list, if that was an honest list, the New York Times changed their rules yeah. so that books by a single published by a single vendor, meaning like literally only us, yeah, right, yeah. Um, are not are not allowed right. uh, on the bestseller list. Um, and I've had like, as you know, I've had a career for thirty five years being a commentator on CNN, NBC, Guardian, BBC. Zero, no press coverage, no press calls, no features, no interviews, nothing. But, you know, we do have word of mouth. And I, I think that what we're seeing in news events shows that this is making an impact, even though Pfizer is not addressing it directly. For, and the other thing that happened, of course, is that um, James O'Keefe's uh, Project Veritas explosive interview with um, Jordan Walker, the uh, official at Pfizer who confirmed what we the story we broke and that I got deplatformed from Twitter a year and a half ago for breaking that indeed Pfizer was ruining women's menstrual cycles um, that that's had an impact too so I definitely see the fact that vaccine injury has been mentioned in the hearings on Capitol Hill 
as being not caused by our publication, but supported by our publication. In other words, anyone, uh, Senator Johnson, um, the the North Carolina uh, congresswoman uh, who said, I've been vaccine injured, I have tremors, I have heart oh, pain. Oh, yeah. Right? I, wa- I watched that, and I thought, this stuff is coming out every day. Uh, it's coming out more and more and more. Uh, again, we have plenty of time, so, but I want to just say that, so the new book is basically you have published um, the documents, your analyses of the documents. And so this book uh, is titled Pfizer Documents Analysis Reports. Correct. Okay. And it was, it, it has been a bestseller. It's on ebook. It will be coming out in paperback. But this is the smoking gun. It is the smoking gun. It's the smoking gun, ladies and gentlemen. Do you understand? This is the smoking gun. It's called Pfizer Documents analysis reports the nightmare and you can read it so you don't have to take anyone's word for it and you don't have to believe it unless you're willing to accept the truth but you can just look away and be guilty so Pfizer documents analysis reports and you said this is uh, a number of books or this is one book or how did it's one book. It's 500 pages long, but it's one book, 50 reports. Don't be daunted. They're very, I, I helped edit them. I edited them so that everyone could understand them. Um, they're easy to understand, basically, uh, explanations of what's in the Pfizer documents with primary source citations, which are the original documents. Right. So, you know, it's all right there. Right. And it documents the greatest crime against humanity in history. The greatest crime against humanity in history. Now... Again, folks, this is tough to process because that was not hyperbole. Naomi's not a, a showman. This is true. This is a level of madness. Most people, I've been talking about this a lot lately, your mental health prevents you from accepting these things readily. It takes time to process that we could be living through something like this. You want to believe that these yeah. things were possible in the past. Oh, yeah, the Germans did that. and da, da. But here in our lifetimes, we've never experienced anything like this. Uh, it's not been open. And so it's very tough for anybody to process that something this um, this wicked could be transpiring. But again, you have the smoking gun. Mm-hmm. And so uh, people will ask why. And I know we've covered some of this, but again, a lot of people won't have heard. They won't, they'll only hear this. So what's the short why? Mm. Um, well, also for people who haven't heard us in the past, I just want to highlight that among the headlines that we're referencing is the fact that Pfizer knew the vaccines didn't work within a month. Pfizer knew that children's hearts were damaged and they kept going. Uh, Pfizer knew 61 people dropped dead from stroke, half of the adverse events of stroke within 48 hours, and they kept going. Pfizer injected, this happened since I last spoke with you, 62 little children illegally, including a two-month-old baby. They gave a seven-year-old girl a stroke, and the two-month-old baby had kidney damage, and they kept going. We're going to hit pause. Plenty more with Naomi Wolf. Don't go away. Uh, 
Uh, talking to Naomi Wolf. Uh, Naomi, just continue what you were saying. Yeah, I was just kind of summarizing some of the headlines of why I say this is the greatest crime against humanity and and the evidence that it's not accidental at all. Um, so I mentioned that uh, 62 children um, were unlawfully injected by Pfizer. I haven't mentioned yet that there's this 360-degree attack on human reproduction that you and I spoke about, um, lipid nanoparticles in the ovaries, uh, lipid nanoparticles compromising the placenta, um, the suppression of male sperm count, the degradation of the testes of baby boys and little boys so that they don't turn into adult normal men. Um, and we don't even know if they can reproduce. Uh, the uh, turning of breast milk blue-green, the polyethylene glycol in breast milk so babies go into seizures and have multi-organ system failure, um, on and on and on. But the point is, in the Pfizer documents reports, you can see that Pfizer very intentionally and deliberately was studying um, how to ruin human reproduction. And there's this chilling report, report number um, 38 by Dr. Robert Chandler, that has a chart that has like 35 different names for ruining women's menstrual cycles and thousands of women in each category that they knew about. Thousands of women, two cycles a month. Thousands of women bleeding every day of the month. Thousands of women, no menstrual cycle at all, meaning they can't get pregnant at all. You know, uh, agonizing cramps. I could go on and on. But the point is, everyone's astonished uh, to hear what Professor, what Dr. Jordan Walker of Pfizer had to say in the Project Veritas undercover video about, oh, it's changing women's menstrual cycle. That's really a concern. We don't know if we're ruining future generations. Pfizer knew exactly what they were doing. And in a Mengele-type um, experiment, they were trying to, you know, there's no conclusion you could reach except that they were trying to make us infertile. That's okay. the only conclusion so you can reach. So, again... I'm just assuming that somebody's driving down the highway listening to this program. They haven't heard uh, you uh, and me speak about this before. So people are trying to process this, and I and, and I, I just want to keep pressing you. So why? Why okay, would why? Pfizer? No, because look, I, I clearly. Uh, I'm horrified to believe every word you're saying, but I'm still – the mind reels to process why Pfizer or anyone with the ability would want to harm reproductive cycles. So what, and, and, and the hearts of children. I mean right. not, just, not just infertility but injury and disability of right. all kinds but of so, death. So what's your guess on the right. why – on that, because so it's you know. not a guess, but I can I can answer that question. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> so I I've done the original research and found that uh, Pfizer is not a German company. Um, Pfizer is a German Chinese company, um, and it has a memorandum of understanding. Um, actually, BioNTech, the subsidiary that makes the Pfizer injection, has an MOU with Fosun Pharmaceutical, which is one of the biggest uh, Chinese Communist Party owned pharma companies in China to manufacture these vaccines. Fosun manufactured a billion of them, but China doesn't use these vaccines. So then Fosun and BioNTech built 13 uh, factories for distributing these vaccines built and overseen by China in Western Europe. And they've just opened two of them in the United States, one in Springfield, Massachusetts, and one in Princeton, New Jersey. Okay. So I just want to be clear that I'm tracking... So the Communist Party of China has as its agenda to dominate the world. And to do that, you have to destroy 
America and the West, and they are doing that this way. That's my conclusion, correct. And I have not yet shared with you another really important piece of what led me to conclude this, which is the SEC filing of BioNTech in 2021 to our SEC, which shows 100% completed tech tech transfer of the uh, BioNTech technology for the injection to China. I'm going to say that again, to China, not to the people of China, not to an individual in China, not to a Chinese company, to China. To the government of China. Exactly. So when you get this injection, and we don't know about Moderna, right, because we don't have those documents, although we should check the SEC filings. But we know for sure that Pfizer, which must have injected at least, what, 150 million Americans, um, is – that the, the IP, which is it could mean a lot of things, right? It could mean it certainly could mean the ingredients and the manufacturing process um, that is owned by China. And we know also the last piece of evidence I'll share: um, you can easily kill or injure someone by changing things as simple as storage temperature with these injections, because the lipid nanoparticles solidify at body temperature and at room temperature. Um, And the storage directions keep changing. Like at first it was, they have to be super cold. Well, that keeps them liquid. Now it's like, it's okay to leave them out for two hours. So, you know, completely unstable instructions about storage. And the other thing is uh, dosage. And this is super scary. The Moderna dose for an adult is 100 micrograms of LNPs, mRNA, um, spike protein. The Pfizer dose is 30 micrograms for an adult. The internal documents show that the 100 microgram dose is so dangerous, reactogenistic, as Pfizer said, that they had to drop it from their internal experiments. But they didn't tell people who had already had the first Pfizer dose or who had had the Moderna dose. So now... Dr. Chandler, who's one of our most distinguished experts who just brought out the latest report, this one on children's injections, now that um, the CDC has added these injections to the routine child schedule, he's appalled and horrified because they are tripling the dose for children. Okay, we're going to hit pause again, talking to Naomi Wolf. Don't go away. Folks, welcome back. Talking to Naomi Wolf. Uh, Naomi, um, the book is Pfizer Documents Analysis Reports. It is all in here. Pfizer Documents Analysis Reports. And you were getting into some of the details. But again, I want to be clear because this to me is the headline. I always Mm want to know what's the point? What's the point? The point is China has declared war on the United States of America. Right. And we have leaders that don't seem to get that. Right. Let me, yes. I mean, mean, that's kind of a big deal. I'm so glad you're going there. I mean, look at- Where else is there to go? There's nowhere to go, but you have to like connect the dots for people because legacy media isn't going to do it. Right. Look, I've been saying for a year, and this is informed by um, people in the intelligence community, you know, people of China watchers like uh, General Spalding, that- 
and my husband, Brian O'Shea, who is, you know, early on said, this is China. And I was like, honey, I love you, but that's nonsense. And then he showed me all the primary documentation that was, that was indeed the case. But for a year, I've been saying, you know, this is China, where China engages in um, unrestricted warfare, which means they think of a kinetic war as a defeat, like a shooting war as the last resort. So they, they go after the food supply, they go after the institutions, they go after the politicians, the media. And also the Russian approach is to tenderize a population, wear them down, exhaust them. Well, look what's happened to us in the last two, two and a half years. And so just because no one has ever figured out, okay, take a multinational global pharmaceutical company and just, you know, make a mandatory program, mandate this doctors, the healthcare workers, the soldiers, the sailors, the special forces operators, the pilots, right, the children of the elite, and let's make sure that it's a lethal or damaging or disabling dose, and it renders the next generation infertile. Just because in history no one's figured that out yet doesn't mean it isn't an obvious thing for an existential adversary to do. And the last thing I would say, well, two more quick points. In the Pfizer documents of the 42,000 plus adverse events, 36,000 are in the U.S., the next largest tranche in Western Europe in order of political importance, as I may have mentioned to you last time, and all the rest of the world combined is only 6,000 adverse events. So this deadliness is aimed at us. And lastly... Jason Powers has a substack showing that Metabiota, which is Hunter Biden's company, um, in their communications mentioned Fosun Pharma as a conduit um, for their business. And they also had in this aggregation a multimillion dollar CDC uh, grant. So we don't know that where that's going now, but we're seeing emerge, you know, this tangle of influences all of which have brings bring together our existential adversaries, co-opted people in a position to you know do us harm, change policy, and lethal, deadly policy. Plus, balloons, right? Like like I've been saying, China, 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 and in the last two weeks, China has mocked us in the eyes right. of the world. You know, sending, that's what I would do right? if I were China. Listen, if 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 if. If I were the – it's kind of like you can talk to the mafia about this, right? Like when they see an opening for crime, they're all over that. That's just the way it goes. When you see an opening, where's the weak spot? Uh, here's an opportunity to make a lot of money. If you are China, this is what you do. If you're Russia and mm-hmm. Biden becomes president, now is the time to attack Ukraine. This is just right. the way humanity operates. And our problem, of course, is in – not really um, being able to comprehend the evilness of evil. When you're dealing with, you're talking about China. I mean, it's one thing to talk about in the Cold War, we had the Soviet Union and, you know, what, what's going on behind the scenes in, in the Cold War? What are they trying to do? What are we trying to do? This is all that, you know, on steroids, the technology, and China doesn't have just the ghost of the ghost of a conscience. In other words, they want to win at all costs. And it's just my belief in processing this that we are so weak and spoiled in America, we we really can't comprehend of the evilness of an enemy like that. So we just kind of sit there like, you know, they're pretty much like us. Well, yeah, maybe uh, the average person in China, but the Chinese Communist Party, they are, you know, getting 
extra points right. for being able to pull something like this off. Well, I agree with you, but I also think that, you know, in addition to being weak and spoiled, we we have the stupidity of having been an unrivaled superpower for an entire 60 years. Well, that's part of it, though. Right. No, you're right. That's what I'm saying. That's what right. brings about right. the softness right. and the, the complacency. It's because we have been so ridiculously, unprecedentedly blessed that we've utterly taken our eye off the ball. Quite. But I guess where I was going with that is that we don't have the reflexes of recognizing that when our adversary sends a giant balloon mapping the entire face of our country, it's like we don't recognize when we're being violated symbolically because we're so used to being winners on the world stage. Yeah. Well, that's cor- that's correct. I mean, what, what's been happening lately, um, I, I don't <laughs> – I want let, to – let's um, – I want to go in any direction because this is all valuable. But I think, Naomi, because of the way your brain operates, I, I, want, to, I want to make sure we keep things simple, at least initially, just to say what you're saying. Uh, and I know this annoys some people who already – they've listened to the shows and you know all this. But I want everyone to get what we're saying. We are saying you have uncovered in the internal Pfizer documents proof of the nefarious – nature of what this all is designed to harm people designed to kill people Uh, it seems uh, when you follow the breadcrumbs it's obvious that the Chinese communists have figured out an ingenious wicked way of harming their chief rival on the world stage Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what has been happening and then the other big headline which I want to go into as we proceed is that the mainstream media not interested. They took the money and they have exposure. They have legal exposure because we're unearthing such massive crimes and so much intentionality that, you know, people in Congress who took the money, but also the New York Times who took the money, the Guardian who took the money, the BBC who took the money, MSNBC who took the money. What do you mean took the money? From whom for what? Okay. So there were two sources of vastly flowing Pfizer and pro-vaccine money. One of them uh, before the CARES Act was the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which literally just made grants, multi-million dollar grants to to news outlets like The Guardian for um, health information coverage. We have these awkward awkward breaks. Uh, Hang on, folks. More when we come back. Talking to Naomi Wolf. So, Naomi, uh, again, I want to draw these clips. Like, I wish I had a chalkboard. I want to make this really clear for people so they understand. So we say, why isn't the mainstream media covering this? If this were a thing, obviously, they'd be covering it. And you're saying, no, they have taken a ton of money. So they're complicit. They're afraid. They're legally liable. liable. So you were saying about the money they've taken, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Keep going on that. Sure. Uh, So like huge amounts, like 55 million to the BBC, you know, which has been an absolute shill for pharma and goes after people who are critics of uh, the kinds of things we're discussing. Um, But also even more powerfully than that, the CARES Act uh, allowed 
billions to go to what was called a vaccine confidence program and a trusted messenger program. And that allowed the federal government basically to buy up, like you won't believe who got money, like tiny groups all the way up to the top level, um, you know, tiny Korean dance troops in the Bronx, all the way to pediatric associations, the obstet- uh, College of Obstetrics and Gynecology, um, influencers on social media. All of these people had money coming at them in order to um, bring a message, and religious leaders, by the way, to bring a message of trust the vaccine, take the vaccine, right. take the vaccine. Religious leaders, I won't even name them because I'm going to, I'll start weeping. But, uh, and again, this is what we're doing. We're sort of diagramming how evil works. Right. Because uh, it's very convenient for us to say, oh, these people, they're evil people. And you think, well, um, yes, but there's greed, there's fear. All of these things come into play. So you, you've got multiple levels of, uh, of things happening. Mm-hmm. But when you trace it back, as you've been saying, uh, where it comes from, the, the level of, of highly engineered malevolence comes from the top, top, top people of the Chinese Communist Party who've decided we need to destroy America. How could we do it in such a way that we could pull it off? Right. Because if we send nuclear missiles, that's a little heavy handed. How else can we do it? So that's what this is. That's what this is. But I sadly want to include they have allies, globalist allies that allow it to happen who really are, are treasonous to the United States. Okay, and no, that's, that's clear. Right. That's clear. But even what we're talking about when you talk about journalists unwilling to cover the truth, right. unwilling to talk about this, they are treasonous. They have abdicated their journalistic license. The, the, the idea that, that you could just pay people to say one thing and not another, they have seemed to have forgotten what it means to do journalism. Right. Um, but you're quite right. And again, we have to go here. The, this, this globalist agenda that seems to be in bed with uh, the communist leaders, that's what, what, what's sort of strange. Mm-hmm. What, what is there? We're not going to have time in this segment, but it, it's one thing. It makes sense for the communist party in China to want to destroy America. That makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. Um, how it is that George Soros or globalists would want to do the same thing and somehow would ally with the communist Chinese. That's where it gets more complicated. I can explain that. Well, I know you can, and I, and I want you to. Not yet, okay. just because uh, there's so much to it. Um, but before we um, go to this break, uh, we've got plenty more with Naomi. But the book is Pfizer Documents Analysis Reports. Uh, you guys at Daily Cloud published this with Steve Bannon's War Room. Well, the he was a, a champion of the project, okay. um, and it's called the War Room Daily Cloud Pfizer Documents Analysis Reports. Okay. In case anyone has trouble looking on Kindle. War Room Daily Cloud Pfizer Documents Analysis Reports. This is the smoking gun, and by the grace of God, this will be uh, the map forward. So um, stick around. More with Naomi Wolf. 